The Lord hath given me the tongue of the learned, that I should know how to speak a word in season to him that is weary. Isaiah chapter 50, verse 4. You are about to hear the encouraging word with Bishop E.A.T. Saki. The bowls she to, to her and she poured oil. She poured oil into them. Now next verse. She filled many bowls. Somebody say many bowls. I didn't hear you. Bible says finally she said to her son, bring me another bowl or bring me another bottle. But all the bowls were full. One of the sons said to her, there aren't any bowls. Then the oil in the jar was was finished. The oil in the jar was finished. Amen. I'm saying to you here today, this afternoon, that God is looking for empty bottle to fill. Hallelujah. Thank you for what? Empty bottle. Me as your pastor, I'm looking for blessing, empty bottle to fill. Paul, that's what I'm looking. I'm looking, I'm not looking for. I'm not I'm not interested in rich and people and millionaires. I'm interested in ordinary people like you. Because if when somebody comes to the church, person is very rich, big man, and so on, nobody can control him. Nobody can advise him. Nobody do he will do what he likes. When I see Henrika, little girl, Henrika, little girl, she's only 13 years old. When I see little girl, Henrika, sitting there, she can be advised, she can be talked to, she can be prayed for, and eventually you see her life changing. If she becomes a millionaire one day, Henrika, smile, you become a millionaire one day. If you see her become a millionaire one day, she cannot vote and say, I know. We all know that when she didn't have anything. If I enter her account, no, no. If I enter Joseph's account, Joseph said that we'll find 2,000, not 2 million. So one day, when he is blessed, as we have pastored him, prayed for him, ministered to him, God has blessed, God has helped him. One day, he's able to have 2 million in his account. He will know that it is not him, it is God who has blessed him. Can I have an amen? I don't believe in finished product. I don't believe in finished product. I believe in ordinary people who are like nothing. And I believe God's grace pouring into their lives. And God finishing a good work in their lives. You become a finished product one day. But no, I'm, I'm serious, Esther. I'm not interested in finished product too. As I'm here in Jaws, I'm not looking for rich people. Who are the rich people in Jaws? I'm looking for ordinary people like you. Like Ordinary people that nobody knows. That's the people I'm looking for. And then I'll be ministering to you. And preaching to you. And teaching you. And praying with you. That God himself will fill you. Maybe an empty vessel. I said the first key. The most important key. For God to use you. Is what? Availability. Say availability. You've got to be available. That's all. Elisha said. Go and get bottles. Just bring everything. Don't go and get full bottles. Don't just get ordinary empty bottles. Now, as long as they're available, I will fill it. What happened? When did the oil stop? 
When did the oil stop? When? Answer me. When the jars were full, the oil finished. There's no oil for everybody here. There's no anointing for everybody here. Atta, come closer. Atta, come closer. There is enough for everybody. So, again, I'm saying to you here, the reason why you have been separated and dedicated for this meeting hmm, is because I want a selected few who are ready to be the empty vessel that God will fill. Can I have an amen? And I'm going to spend time with you. I, 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 I can, by the grace of God, I can talk for a long time. I can preach for six hours. I can preach for eight hours if you challenge me. Are you there with me? But as I'm doing now, when we come to church, we are finished. We are done. We are done. But if I get empty vessels, hallelujah. If I get people who are like empty, bishop, you are ready to receive. That's when God is going to pour himself into you. And teaching, the more teaching you have, the more grace comes into your life. Teaching, teaching is different from prayer. Say, Bishop, explain. I said, what well, teaching is what? Different from prayer. We cannot pray. Oh, God, do this. It's all good. But teaching, prayer without teaching is useless. If you don't, you are not taught the word of God. Your prayer is empty. Teaching is what will bring grace and strength to your life. Look at um, Ezekiel chapter 2 and verse number 2. Ezekiel chapter 2, verse number 2. Alright. Ezekiel chapter 2, verse number 2. The King James Version. Have you located Ezekiel? Ezekiel after Matthew. What a shock. Okay. Look at it, verse 2. Let's all read it. Ready, go. Many of you are not reading. Let's all read. Ready, go. And the Spirit entered into me. When he spake unto me and set me upon my feet, that I heard him that speak. Now look at the first part. Let's read again. And the Spirit entered into me when he spake unto me and set me upon my feet. Amen. Now what, what happened? The Spirit entered into him when he prayed. Is that what he said? Is that what he said? When will the spirit, Mama? When did the spirit enter into him? When did the when when, when the spirit entered into me? When what happened? When he spoke. So the speaking brings anointing into your life. When you can hear the word of God, the spirit of God will enter into you. I'm telling you. Are you still here? I pray that today and tomorrow and the weeks ahead, as you hear, the spirit of God will enter into you. Romans chapter 10, verse 17. We'll come back to this. Romans chapter 10, verse 17. Put it up for me. Quickly. Romans chapter 10, verse number 17. 
It says, so then, faith comes by praying. Do you see that one there? Faith cometh by praying. Is that what it said? Faith, you don't, faith doesn't come by praying. Oh Lord, I pray. Oh God, give me faith. Give me faith. Faith doesn't come. You pray based on your faith. But faith doesn't come by praying. How does faith come? Faith cometh by what? Hearing and hearing by the word. So as you, are, as you are hearing me, faith is entering into you. Something is taking place in your life. Richard, are you with me? Faith cometh by hearing. So anybody who doesn't want to hear will never have faith. Anybody who cannot be taught, you cannot sit down, Daniel, for a long time to hear, 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 hear. Faith cometh by hearing. So the more, the longer you hear, the more faith comes. Your faith depends on your ability to hear. Magdalene. Amen. I said amen. How does faith come? How does faith come? How does faith come? So anything that you hear, it produces a certain faith in you. If you hear bad news, it will produce bad faith in you. And bad faith is fear. Yeah. If you keep on hearing bad things, hey, hey, Alpha Joss, it's just a hey, problem. Every time you hear negative things, it will produce negative faith. That is fear. You always be afraid. But as I preach to you and I teach you, in these meetings, we have our prophet teach us. We are going to listen. I, me, I like listening. Jesus said, Blessed are your ears for the hear. Put your hand on your ear and say, My ear is blessed. Oh, I didn't hear you. Moscow, your ear is blessed. Blessed are your ears for the hear. For the hear. Oh, I can see here. Something is happening to me already. I know something is happening to me already. Blessed are your ears for the hear. Many people like prayer, but they don't know how to hear. They don't want to hear. I'm telling you. Micah, are you with me? John, are you tired? We will be, we'll be breaking to have lunch soon. But I need to set the foundation. So that when we are here, we are here for a long time. It was a long time. I believe in long meetings. Long meetings. Carry long. How many of you have, have, been, have drunk, gotten drunk before? You've gotten drunk. Hey, when you lift your hand and don't, don't pretend you have not been drunk before. Hey, when I look at you, you've been drunk not yesterday, long ago. Hey, lift your hand up, Wang in particular. Uh-huh. Beautiful. You are being honest now. Yes, I'm telling you. You don't get drunk by drinking half glass of beer. How many of you have drunk beer before? You have drunk beer before. Hey, Joseph. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Lift your hand, ladies. You have drunk beer before. What about the one that did? BKT. Brukutu. Yeah. You don't get drunk by drinking one quarter of a, of a, a glass of beer. If you want to get drunk, when, when you, how many bottles did you drink before you got drunk? Standard, give my, one the microphone. 
Stand up quickly. Stand up quickly. Atai knows you, so if you don't speak the truth, Atai will tell us. How many bottles of beer did you drink? Like what? Five bottles. Five bottles. What a shock. Five bottles of beer. I've never, I've not drank beer before. Oh, no, no, I drank before. I just think I should see the truth. You know, when I was a child, when my mother and friends come, they drink beer, then under. It is, it is so bitter. I don't know why people drink something as horrible as beer. Alex, that haven't you realized that it's very bitter? The small that you drank, isn't it? It's very, and this boy can drink five. Who understand that? Who did you sit down? Five bottles of beer. What brand? Nigeria brewery. And you drink five bottles. Life beer. That's the name. That's the brand. Life. Is it yesterday that I drank? That was then. That was then. What a shock. That was then. But he had drunk. You see, drinking one glass will never get you drunk, isn't it? You cannot get. Who said yes? How did you know? <laughs> Somebody needs to. Is it Gloria? Ah, uh, no, 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 no. Benedicta. Benedicta. How did you know that one bottle, one glass will not get you drunk? How did you know? It's on. Because I've taken you before. You have taken you before. One didn't do anything to you. Two glasses. One bottle. Six. Six. Hey! Somebody has broken your record. Somebody has broken your record. Six. Eight. Richard looked like he had drunk 12 bottles before. Richard. Eh? Stand up, stand up and answer the question, Richard. How many have you drunk? Actually, I don't drink green bottles. You drink green yeah, bottles? I don't drink green bottles. What do you drink? I drink green. Yeah, dry green. Is it, they, they are mature, mature levels. Yeah, yeah. He, he said that he doesn't drink bottle of beer. He drinks gin. Yeah. Higher level. Yeah, higher level. Eh? Yesterday yeah, or what? No, no, those no, days, those yeah, days. Yeah. So the gin, how much do you drink to be drunk? Uh, well, like three. Hey. three. What a shock. But you see, all I'm saying to all I'm asking you is that to be drunk, you go to carry long at the wine. That's what happens. If you want to be drunk, you have to stay at it for a long time. So if you want God to feel you, you have to stay long with God. If you stay around for one or two hours, you will not soak into God properly. The longer time you spend with God, the more anointing you have in your life. Somebody say amen. The more God feels you. The more God feels you. Look, you can ask uh, my wife sitting here. 
we are new in jobs. That's why we close service one o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock. We are going home. In Ghana, if my wife gets home before ten p.m., there's a problem. It's too early. I'm telling you. Someday she leaves church and goes to home and goes to church and gets back home ten p.m. What is the problem? Because she was in all the main church. I was also in another church. And, so, and then so when I call her, right, you, oh, I'm coming. And she gets home 11 o'clock, 12 midnight. She's now coming from church on Sunday morning. Are you shocked? I'm telling you. It, it, just, it just is new. That's why 3 o'clock, uh, 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 Esther is dying of hunger. He wants to go home. As you build the church, you're going to have restaurants around so that you can be eating, so that you, you stay, you tarry long in the church. Say, man. Oh no, we're going to have food. When there's food around, we stay coolly, isn't it? When there's no food, then you're fainting. What a shock. So, we really want to eat now. Give the food. Whoever has the food for us, bring the food so I can continue talking. Alright, but anyway, let me just, let me just finish. All I'm saying is that when she, if she gets home at 10 p.m., there's a problem. Why should you get home at 10? When there's work to be done. 10 is too early. Are you here? Yeah. So, and when we close church, 2 o'clock, oh, 3 o'clock, oh, we are going. Where's Elvis? Where's Elvis? Where's Elvis? You don't know where he, where he is? Okay. okay. No. Fine. So you see, what I'm saying to us here is that as the church progresses, we are going to have people who tarry long at the wine. Can I have an amen? Who sit around the wine for a long time? We are not rushing home. We are here because of the glory. You see, I say availability is the greatest key for God to use you. I'm available. We are around. We have a query hazard. After query hazard, we have a, a meeting. Meeting, we say the word. After meeting, we have counseling. As a counseling, we are doing so many things. Are you there? Are you with me? Look, a time is going to come. If you leave church at five, you didn't come to church. <laughs> Mordecai, are you with me? But the guy is experiencing more grace. Beautiful son I have. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I used to, if you come to church and you live there at five, you did not come to church. What's the name again? Vera, yes. Where is uh, Lovina? She's coming. I said if you come to church and five o'clock you are going home, you are backslided. That's why you are going home at five. Paul, somebody's asking, so what will we be doing? I'll tell you what we'll be doing, I tell you. The work is so busy that you know not even feel the time. When I say five, go home. Even now, even now, I feel it sometimes. When it is two, three, even quite a that when they close it, I told my wife, I didn't know because we close, they are not going. I like the way you tarry. May you tarry longer than wine in the name of Jesus. It's a good sign. Amen. I said amen. So I'm saying to all of us here that the greatest key for God to use to Alexander 
is the key of availability. You don't have to be talented. You don't have to be skillful. You don't have to be gifted. You don't have to, you just have to be available. That's all. God is looking for available people. Because in, in Matthew chapter 25, the Bible says that there was a man, there was a wedding, and the bridegroom came at midnight. Have you ever gone to a wedding and the bridegroom came at midnight before? No. Normally, they come in the morning, 8 o'clock, 10 o'clock, 12 o'clock, 2 o'clock. But this one, the people sat down, waiting, 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 until the bridegroom came at midnight. And when he came, some people's oil was finished. May your oil never finish in the name of Jesus. I said, your oil will not finish. But they were just available. I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting. I'm just, look, this church you are sitting in here. I wish you have an idea why God brought you here. You may have come here accidentally. You may look at chance that brought you here. But when I, I know that it's not chance. It's divine arrangement that brought you here. Say amen. Divine arrangements. Jasper, divine, very divine. Not accident. Not just chance. Not that, oh, I just walked somewhere and then I met Pastor James. Pastor James said, let's go to church and so on. It may look accidental, but I'm telling you that it is God's hand that brought you here. I thought somebody would say amen. And being here, you are discovering your destiny. You are discovering where God is taking you. And God is looking for a vessel like you. The woman said, go and borrow, go and borrow, go and borrow, go and borrow, go and borrow. So, you have a vessel. Come. I borrow this vessel. Find here. Yes. I borrow uh, 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 at a time. This vessel. I test a vessel too. All types of vessels. All types of vessels. Come here. Vera, come and join the vessel. Come. These are all vessels. 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 Um, blessing. Come. You have a vessel. Vessel. Come. Edit. Come and join them here. Edit the vessel. John. Come and join them. Come and join them here. Amicable. Go and join them. He said, borrow not a few. Amen. It's a one of them. It's another vessel. Another vessel. These are all vessels. Patience. Come and join them. These are all vessels. What are these vessels? What are these vessels here? Borrow vessels. The woman has gone to borrow vessels. And the Elisha said that these vessels are borrowed. They are going to pour the oil. He said the woman was broke. They were coming to take the children to heaven. And Lasha said, if we can find empty vessels, it's an empty vessel. Young boy, he doesn't have anything. Another empty vessel. I know the empty vessel. Yeah, very good. Are you, are you, are you empty or full? Empty! In the name of Jesus. <laughs> empty, another empty vessel. Look at this one too, empty vessel. Are you empty? You are not full. What a shock. 
Are you empty? Empty. Empty means that I don't have any eggs. I'm not a big shot. I'm not a great person. But I'm just available in the hands of God. And when the woman brought the vessel, the Bible said that he took the oil and poured it and poured it and every oil, every bottle was full. I prophesy to you, every bottle shall be full. It shall be filled with God's wisdom, God's anointing, God's grace, God's favor. They will come upon your life. Every vessel was full. One day, you will see this lady standing there, becoming a lady pastor. Oh, you should have said amen. You'd be surprised that a Mikabo standing here, before he realizes, he's going to Bible school in Ghana and coming back as a pastor. Oh, someone should say amen. You have no idea how empty vessels can be filled. Empty vessels like this, God will fill them. Amen? You see, this man standing here, becoming a pastor of our branch. I tell you, say amen. You see, you see he's even laughing at himself. Say, hey, pastor, does Pastor know what he's saying? No problem. No problem at all. And when I said that, he was just laughing. <laughs> How possible? How shall these things be? Like Mary said, since I know not, I know not a man. How can these things be? After standing here, he cannot see himself. But you see, you need someone with a prophetic eye. Do you remember the story of Samuel? Samuel was sleeping. Sleeping in the church. Sleeping. Oh, open his mouth. And he heard the name. Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel went. And Samuel said, Prophet Eli, uh, uh, Pastor, Pastor, Pastor Eli, are you calling me? He said, no, no, I didn't call you. And then Samuel went to bed again. And he heard a voice. Samuel, Samuel. And then the voice came again. So, so he said, so you call me. I said, next time you hear the voice, God calling you. God calling you. You see, it took a, a pastor, it took a priest, Eli, to tell Samuel, to die Samuel, this is the voice of God. You may know, Samuel even didn't believe it. As you find him here, you don't even know, but it's taking my voice to tell you what God will do in your life. In the city of Accra, we have more than 400 churches in one city. 400 churches. One year, one year. if you walk across one year, you know, more than all the, I don't know how many airport churches or uh, cooking churches you have here in Joss. But we have more than 400. And we're building, pastored by women, men, students, all types of people. I see God using all of you in the name of Jesus. Shout your loudest amen. God will use you to your surprise. I said, God will use you to your surprise. He said, pull not a few. Why is it because? There is enough grace as I teach you, as I talk to you. Oil is being poured into your life. I say, oil is being poured into your life. As I'm teaching you, as I'm talking to you. In John chapter 6, verse 63. Put it up and let, 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 uh, let's see. John 63. Are you still in church? Beautiful. I feel blessed. Already. It says what? It is the spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profited nothing. The words. The what? The what? The what? The what? The what? The what? 
the word, the words I, that I speak unto you, they are spirits. So you see, as I'm speaking, I'm pouring anointing into their lives. Because the word I speak, they are spirits and they are life. And listen, nobody here in this ministry and in this group as I'm ministering to you will end up as a useless person. I'm telling you. There's going to come a transformation of your life in such a way that you'll be a surprise to everybody who meets you. Do you believe it? There's going to be a certain transformation, a certain grace. You know, one of the people that admire, stand up, my, uh, my good son, uh, Samuel. Hard working, a very likable character. How come you're so likable? What a shock. Mo- uh, Moscow. Hey, that's his nickname. I don't know why you're called Moscow. With all that Putin is doing. Anyway. You see, working hard and so on. Every time I see you, I see a certain brightness over your life. Every time I come here, I see you. Daddy, bye-bye. So I see a certain brightness. Brightness. Your life will never be dark. It will be bright. It will not be dark. Your life will become brighter and brighter. I see brightness over you. I seen it. I, pray, I was praying the night, and then I just saw brightness, brightness. You may not see it now, but for all of you sitting here and listening to me, you are going to have to say the way I speak. They are spirits, and don't take it like, oh, Bishop is cracking jokes. We are laughing. Oh, as I speak, spirit and life is coming into you. Say, man, what is coming into you? What is coming into you? Spirit and life. That's what Jesus said. The way I speak. Sometimes chatting with you, talking to you. Oh, eh, God will help you. The Bible says this. As you speak the word of God, spirit and life is entering into you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. But they tie with me. That is very, very important too. Don't take, don't take it as God's way. So, I want I, I preach. 35, 40, 50 minutes. I finished preaching. But for the people who are gathering here, I'm telling you that this is just the introduction. We are going to have times, long times of three days camp. You so let's finish our church building and then have time. We'll go to place. We are going to stay there. When we go there, we'll pray for a while. But we'll be teaching and teaching and teaching until the spirit and life enters into you properly. What happens when the spirit, when, when, when you speak? Look, let's go back to Ezekiel. Young people, go and sit down. Clap for them as you go. Clap for this. Ezekiel chapter 2, verse 2 again. Ezekiel chapter 2, verse 2 again. And the Spirit did what? When did he enter to them? When what? When he did what? When he spake. So you see, what we saw in John chapter 6, verse 63. The word I speak, their spirits and their life. And this one says that, the Spirit entered into me when He spake, not when He prayed for me, but when He spake unto me and set me up on my feet. If you are certain, you'll be standing in the name of Jesus. Come on, say amen. Bible said the Spirit entered into me when He spoke. I, I, I stood to my feet. You see, every weakness will go out of your life. You become a giant. I say, you become a giant. Alexander, he become a giant in the spirit. The spirit entered into me when he spoke. 
and set me upon my feet. What was his condition? Maybe Ezekiel was lying down, tired. Lying down, feeling defeated. Lying down, feeling that things are not working for me. Lying down, discouraged. But when he spoke unto him, the spirit entered into him and made him stand on his feet. God will use you for his glory. Say amen. That is why you must open yourself up to teaching. Teaching. Not just prayer. Thank God. I love prayer. I like praying. I love prayer. The name of this ministry is EPC. Everything by prayer. We believe in prayer. Say amen. But the word of God must first enter into you, Daniel. Enter into you. It will make you stand. Amen. My dear sister, it will make you stand. That was me. Yes. It, 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 it makes you stand up. Yes. Are you still in church? I'm still here. So I'm just saying this as an introduction. Don't get tired. If you are tired, it's also normal. But don't say the meeting is too long. From today, don't say the meetings are too long. Again, tell your neighbor, I'm warning you for the last time. Please warn your neighbor, I'm warning you for the last time. I just said, yeah, the meeting is not long. It's not even enough. And she was begging me, oh, Bishop, can't you close at five? I said, no, I'll close at six. If she challenges me, I'll even move it to seven. Said, what a shock. Are you still in church? I can understand her. Oh, my granddaughter is not well. Hey, I have to go home. Oh, we are hungry. We are tired. Can you go? I'll not close at five. I'll close at six. If you challenge me, I'll close at eight. What a shock. And she said, if you want to challenge me, <laughs> she said no. But I'm telling you, don't say this meeting is too long again, Vera. Okay, hold your neighbor's ear. And put it. Say, don't say the meeting is too long again. Pull it hard. Say, don't say the meeting is too long again. So if you here, you're not pulling anybody's ear. Auntie Mary, oh, oh, oh look at her. Pull the boys here. You two hold it at the ear. Pull it. Don't say the meeting is too long again. <laughs> is it God's will? Yeah. Don't say it. Frank. Is it Frank? Huh? Isaac, 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 Isaac. Don't say the it's a Friday. Don't say the meeting is too long again. Don't say it. Because God has too much for you. Too much for you. How can you say, after when you're eating, don't say the food is too much. <laughs> Thanks. How come, have you ever said, one last time I said the food is too much? At home, isn't it? <laughs> What a shock. When you are eating, the food is too much. But when you are hearing the word of God, it's too long. The message is too long. No way. The more that God wants to do for you. Say amen. Are you still here? So, in our church, let me just say this and then we will take a break and then we will continue shortly. In our church, you know, there, there are levels. What levels we have? We have the ordinary church in every church. We have the ordinary church member. The ordinary church member. Some say ordinary. I didn't hear you. 
I did not hear you. Ordinary means ordinary. Isn't it? Paul. Ordinary means you come and you go. You come and you go ordinary church member. And then the second level is what we call shepherd. Somebody say shepherd. Yeah, a shepherd is what is the normal meaning of the word shepherd? Shepherd means somebody who looks after sheep. Huh? Is it right? What do you say? Is it what? Shepherd. And not shepherd, shepherd. Shepherd. What well, well, should I say? This man says it's a shepherd. Is this shepherd or shepherd or shepherd? Magdalene, son of a, tell me how she pronounce it. Magdalene, what should I say? Magdalene, what should I say? Shepherd. Shepherd or shepherd? Shepherd. Shepherd. When? What should I say? Eh? Say it in the microphone. Shepherd. F. Shepherd. Shepherd. I want to say the right thing. Okay, but the car say it. Shepherd. Shepherd. Wow. People are spoiling my good English, my Queen's English. You are spoiling my Queen's English. <laughs> and you see here, bring it to her. How should I pronounce the word? Tell, tell us. How should I pronounce it? Shepherd. Shepherd. Yes. Ah. You are spoiling my queen's English. Eh? The queen doesn't say shepherd. Okay, let me call Prince Charles and ask, her, ask him. How do I pronounce the word? I'm calling uh, King, King Charles. King Charles. What's the number again? What's, what's King, King Charles number? Give me the number. King Charles is my wife's cousin. Okay. Okay. Oh, this phone is disconnected. Where is the other phone? I don't want to use the phone. Give me your phone. I want to, the phone disconnected out of coverage area. I wanted to ask the king of England, how do you pronounce the word? You can send a message. What a shock. Can you, can you send a message? The phone is disconnected. So it won't go. Shepherd. Uh-huh. You have the dictionary there. Okay, please. We are going to listen to how it's pronounced in the, in the, on the dictionary internet. Br- bring it, bring it, let's all hear. Uh, uh, come. Brother, come. We want to hear how it is pronounced on the thing. And we'll see who is right and who is wrong. Can we bet? Can we bet? 5,000, 5,000. Shepherd, 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 shepherd. I want, I want to bring your money now. Bring your money now. Shepherd. So all of you are wrong. What a shock. Anyway, for your own sake, I'll say shepherd. But if I go to Ghana and say shepherd, okay, Neil. Now, how have you allowed just people to spoil your English like this? What a shock. Paul, are you there? So, let me say shepherd so that you will not get confused. I hope I remember. So, what I'm saying is that the first level is the ordinary member. The second level is what? The what? 
I didn't hear you. Somebody say shepherd. <laughs> hey, what a shock. Shepherd is the second level. And a shepherd, who is a shepherd? Someone, keeper of a sheep is a shepherd. The keeper of the sheep is a shepherd. No, the shepherd. Why are you both confusing me? Is that what? Nigerian English. Father, deliver all the Nigerians. In Jesus' name. Yeah. How can I say B-U-T is what? What is B-U-T? But. Why not but? But. And then Nigeria will ask me, what is B-A-T? B-A-T is but, isn't it? So we are wrong. B-U-T is but. B-A-T is but. Okay, you are right. Clap for yourself, you are right. What a shock. But anyway, anyway, I'm just saying that the second level is the level of the shepherd. That is the level of the shepherd. Shepherd. And the third level is the level of the pastor. But also I should say pastor. Okay. Pastor. And then the third level is the level of the reverend. And then uh, we move to bishops and all that. But for ordinary members like us sitting here, we have to become shepherds in the church. Say amen. Shepherds are people who have sheep. People who look after sheep. Keeper of the sheep is the shepherd. The ordinary member is the sheep. In that, just as you read in, uh, as you see in uh, Psalm 100, the Bible says that he is, we are the sheep of his pasture. So all of us are sheep. But then when you graduate, become a shepherd. That means that you look after a few sheep. So let's say, here is uh, um, Esther. Now Esther is an ordinary member who is a sheep. So every ordinary member is a what? Is a what? So Esther is ordinary. And then Esther graduates, moves on. Esther, stand up. Esther becomes more responsible. Come to me, my darling. So Esther becomes Possible person. Esther grows, matures in the church. Esther now begins to call people, follow people up. You didn't come to church. I'm just checking on you. Esther begins to, Esther, you live at federal low cost. You begin to organize all the people who come to church at federal low cost. Oh, let's pray. Let's organize a meeting. Let's have a little center, a cell meeting, and all that. Now, Esther is graduating. From be a sheep to become a shepherd. Do you understand what I'm saying? He's moved, she's moving from the ordinary member, a sheep, and becoming a sheep because now she is no longer looking after herself, he's looking after other people. So, all I'm saying to all of us here is that those of us sitting here, God wants to promote you for becoming a sheep to become a shepherd. I see becoming shepherds in Jesus' name. So, now we are going to see Esther when she's coming to church on Sunday. She doesn't come even with her mother's car. She said, Mommy, take, you take the lead. I have people to bring. Before you realize, Esther is bringing people in the bus. She's bringing 25 people. Because she's now a shepherd who has sheep. Why don't you clap for Esther? It will happen in the name of Jesus. He said, Mommy, you take the when service ends. And then said, Mommy said, let's go. No, no, Mommy, don't worry. I'll come for myself. I have to visit my sheep. 
how to call my people who didn't come to church, how to see how they are doing. So now he's no more a sheep, he's becoming a shepherd. So one that believes God, that is the God's progression for your life. So what is going to happen to you is that God is going to take you higher. Some say, I'm going higher. I didn't hear you. I didn't hear you. I didn't hear you. Say, I'm going higher. So now you're moving from an ordinary sheep to becoming a shepherd. What it means is that you're going to there's a book there, how to become a there, 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 bring it quickly as we end this session. No, so what it means is that Esther, the Macaros is in my car, bring it. So what it means, I think I have open my, my bag and give it to me. This bag. Uh, you see this book written by our prophet. What it means to become a what? What it means to become a what? Shepherd. <laughs> what a shock. What it means to become, what Esther reading for me? Become a shepherd. She says shepherd. You see, it's not my fault. What it means to become a shepherd. So what it means is that there's a way to graduate. And I believe that everybody is going to graduate in Jesus' name. Shout amen again. You are going to graduate from an ordinary sheep and you become a shepherd. And what did, how do you graduate from there? In this book, we are going to be teaching every Sunday. After we close church, we are going to meet and we are going to talk for at least one hour. I'm going to be teaching you chapter after chapter. I thought you would shout amen. I'm going to teach you what is a shepherd. Who is a shepherd? Number two, how can I become a shepherd? Number three, how to, yeah, uh, how to become a shepherd, okay? And why you must become a shepherd? Number four, how I discovered the mean, how you can discover the ministry of the shepherd. How can I discover it? You discover it in Jesus' name. When are you excited about that? You are going to enjoy God more than ever before in your life. You are going to enjoy working for God, Daniel, more than ever before in your life. This book I'm holding, it, this is one of the books that we teach in our Bible school. I'm telling you. Hmm. Look at this one. What do you need to share the burden? So when you become a shepherd, so now it's not only my responsibility. Now Esther is also just, so when people from federal locals don't come, I have Esther. I have Roswick. Are you getting a call? Yes. I have a come, 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 come to me, come to me. She also lives at Federal Locust. So you see, we have Rosary, we have Esther, we have all of them. Now, as an example, so now, if I come to check as the bishop, I come and I say, Pastor Peter, I didn't see anybody from Federal. We have two, a hundred people from Federal Locust. What, when they were going to have 200 coming from Federal Locust? When I come in, I don't see them. I say, Pastor Peter, come, 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 come. You are the pastor in charge of the whole of Federal Locust. How come out of 200, only 100 came to church? And he said, he tell me, Bishop, I went around, I shared the people into groups. So, Pastor Peter would also shout, Roswell, come, come, come. Esther, come, come, come. He's idiot. And so, all of them are coming up. I said, wow, wow. Where are the people? So now, the responsibility is not only my responsibility. It's only Pastor Peter's responsibility. Now, it's her responsibility and it's also her responsibility. 
Can I have an amen? You are becoming responsible in the name of Jesus. Remember what you told me the other time. Stand up. Stand up. Yes. You, are you told me. He said, I am tight. Pastor Peter, you go run, run, run. All my legs are tight. You will be tight more, I tell you. He said, Pastor Peter is worrying me. I said, why? He said, we are visiting people. We are going here. We are going. Daddy, I am tired. You will not be tired now. You will work more. Clap your hand for the Lord, somebody. If you really want God to use you, you work more and more and more. Literally say, I'll work more for the Lord. I didn't hear you. I did not hear you. Pastor Atta, do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> what a shock. Yeah. She told me. She came here and told me, I'm tired. I'm going home. I said, stay for the quest. I'm tired. I'm going home. Number one, she said she's hungry. Number two, she's tired. Because Pastor Peter is taking her. Moving around, moving around, moving around. I said, you are not tired. It's now that we are going to work more for God. Listen, this church you are studying in here very soon. You are going to see 2,000 people in this church. Oh, if you didn't say amen, you are suspect. I said, we are going to see how many? We are going to, you see, this church is going to be too small. We are going to have canopies outside. I've seen with my own eyes. I've seen with my own eyes. With my own eyes. I've seen it. Pastor Ken, do you know we have had church service with 6,000 people before? We had to have canopies outside. All and, and it's going to happen practically. You watch and see. I said, do what? We have seen 8,000 people come to church on one Sunday. Somewhere. Would you be happy to see 8,000? Ah. People, you see crowds. You see buses. You see cars. When they come, they turn here. The buses will be so long that some of them will park on the main road. But this place will be too full for them. Oh, if you didn't say amen, you're a suspect. I am, I am excited you are here. If you knew, if you knew why God brought you here, you'd be clapping your hands for the Lord, somebody. Joseph! Stand up, Joseph. Like Joseph, cool man, Joseph. Joseph and his friends. Cool brother. Your first mistake you made was to come to church. Now that you are here, you are locked. <laughs> you are locked. <laughs> if I knew that coming to church would bring this point, I wouldn't have come. Yes, it's too late. You can't change your mind. I said, it's what? Tell your neighbor, it's too late. It's too late. Push your message. It is too late. It's too late. You can't change your mind. Hey, Rita, it's too late. You are sitting here already. It's too late. You can't say, hey, I'm No, 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 no. Now we have your hey. Pastor, Pastor James, give them everybody to write their name and number. It's too nobody. All of them are here. I don't know here. It's too late. If you like, don't write your number. Or give us a wrong number. <laughs> what a shock. So I come and say, hey, Freda Locos. 200. Only 100 people came for Freda Locos. And I say, hey, where are the people? Where are the people? And then. I come here. Where are they? Oh, hey, I traveled. I went to uh, what the place that you go to all the time. Back in London. Wait, wait, wait. What's that? I hear the name all the time. What place is that? Uh -huh, I went there. The place I went to that time. It's not far. Is it far? Is it far? Is it far? I know the teacher. 
to teach. So can you not teach them to God? The word of God. Pardon? I can. You can. Somebody say, I can. Somebody say, I can. You can. You can optimize 10 people. Teach them. The Bible says, said, this book here, I'm going to be, every Sunday I'm going to teach you. So are you ready to learn? I'm going to teach you that the word called poemen. That's the Greek word to shepherd. Shepherd. I'm going to teach you different levels of anointing. Anointing class. Anointing levels of You'll be anointed to work for God. Say amen. Fifteen essential features of a shepherd. Fifteen. And then, what is ministry? Is it rest or work? Who told you to sit down? Stand up. Ministry is not rest. It is work. <laughs> Eddie, do you understand? You will be tired more. I'm promising you. My name is P.H. That's my name. I'm promising you will be more tired. But you enjoy being tired for God. Can I have a loud amen? Look, all of you ladies sitting here, God has helped you to be sitting in church. Oh. There's a foolish boy who wants to waste your life. But bless God, God wants to use you. I don't think so. There's some foolish boys and men who want to abuse you and destroy your life. But God has arrested you. So God can use you. And God can bless you. And you marry at the right time. You marry the right man. Somebody say, Amen. What a blessing. What a blessing. Are you still here? I'm going to teach you all these things. Seven ministries of the shepherd or the shepherd or the poemen. How to develop your ability to preach and teach. I want to get to a point where everybody will be able to preach and preach. Come on, I see you preaching one day. I tell you. Paul! Pastor Atta. <laughs> Beautiful. You'll be preaching. When you be preaching. Amen. Ransom. You can't see yourself preaching. You'll be surprised. You'll be preaching, you'll be teaching. You will gather 12 people and teach them. You will bring. I know one person in our church in Accra. One day, we have a special service. It's called Spoiling Sunday. This man brought 800 people to church. One man. He organized groups of people. They brought 800 people with more than two, about 200 buses. Yes. About, about 20 or 20 buses. Each bus had 40, 30 people. He brought 800 people to church. When? Can you see that? That you went, you are bringing 200 people. 200. They are following you. If you didn't say amen, you are suspect. I see God using you. Pastor, Pastor, I said, give them sheets to write the name. That's all. I think give them the sheet out. Where is the sheet? Everybody has written their name. Everybody. And their numbers. Have you written yours? Name and number. No number. Right. Let's write name and number. Name and number. I would personally have everybody's number here. Amen. God is going to teach. God is going to help. Alright. And then one of the chapters is how to be a good shepherd. You're going to be a good shepherd in Jesus' name. Stand to your feet, everybody. 
Thank you, young ladies. Please go back to your seats. What a blessing. What a blessing. Are you blessed already? Let me patwa. When we come back after our lunch, you're going to listen to what prophet teach on some important things. Lift your two hands with me. Pray for a minute or two. Say, Lord, I'm ready to be used by you. Talk to God. And say, Lord, I'm available. I don't have much. I don't know a lot. I don't know much. I don't know many scriptures. I don't know many things. But I'm still available. I'm available. I'm available. I'm available. I'm available. I'm available. Talk to God. Talk to God. Talk to God. Mando kabahato. Ronda kabahata. Oh Jesus. Jesus. Oh Lord. We are available. I'm available to be used by you. I'm available to speak to God, everybody. Speak to God. Oh Lord. We are available. Pour out your spirit upon our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus. Yes, we are available. We are availing ourselves unto you, O Lord. Pour out your spirit upon us. May we encounter your spirit. In the mighty name of Jesus. May we encounter your spirit. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we are available. We have come into your presence. Pour your spirit upon our lives. Pour your spirit upon our lives. We have come, O Lord. We avail ourselves. We avail ourselves. We have come before you, O Lord. Pour out your spirit upon us. May we encounter your spirit. May we encounter your spirit in the name of Jesus. May we have an encounter. May we have an encounter, O Lord. May we have an encounter, O Lord. Oh Lord, pour out your spirit upon us in the mighty name of Jesus. Yes, 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 yes. Pour out your spirit upon us. Pour out your spirit upon us. May we have an encounter, O oh Lord. Lord, as we have come and avail ourselves, may we have an encounter in the name of Jesus. May we have an encounter, Lord. May we have an encounter, Lord. May we have an encounter, Lord. Pour out your spirit upon us. May we never go back the same. But may we experience your power. May we experience your spirit. May we experience your presence. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth and pray and ask the Spirit of God to come and rest upon your life, to come and strengthen you, to come and be with you, that you will never go back the same as you came, that you will go and turn into another man and turn to become refreshed and punished. In the name of Jesus, Lord, pour out your Spirit upon us. Let us encounter your presence, your power. Your spirit, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray. Pray and ask the Holy Spirit that, O oh Lord, it is the Spirit that quickeneth. The rest of it has nothing but the words that I speak unto you. They are spirit and they are life. Open your mouth and pray and ask the Holy Spirit. And ask God that let the words, let the spirit and the power in the word rest upon your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Strengthen us, Lord. Strengthen us, Lord. With your spirit. May we have an encounter. 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 Yes, somebody open your mouth and pray. And as you pray, God, the Spirit of God is resting upon your life. 
the spirit of God is resting upon your life. You will never go from the same as you came. You are going to encounter the power of God. You are going to encounter the power of God. Yes, yes. Open your mouth and pray. Yes, the spirit of God is resting upon your life. It's coming, it's coming. Yes, open your mouth and pray. Marco Sandra. Amen. Father, thank you so much for this afternoon. Thank you for preparing us with rich work. Oh, yes. Preparing us. We are available vessels. Oh, yes. Use us for your glory. Use us, Lord. Use us for your honor. Oh, yes. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Wonderful. God bless you. So, um, we are taking a break for one hour. That, in fact, one hour is a little long. 45 minutes. They are going to serve us. You can use the, you can weary your fear and come and so on. And everybody will be saved. And when we finish eating, we'll come back. It's, we'll come back. It's already after three. So, is that a four o'clock? I'm starting again, and then we'll end at. And see, the hard time I'm ending. And is it there? What time are we ending? <laughs> okay. So, we'll have lunch, and then we'll come back at four o'clock. We'll end at six, by the grace of God. All right. Okay. So, break. We pee, uh, whatever. Serve drinks and food. All right. Pastor Peter.